You are listening to Mining Stock Education, where you'll learn from the top leaders in the natural resource sector and uncover quality mining investment opportunities. Ultimately, if you take it from surface and you go down to the end of that hole, which bottomed in mineralization, that's over 1.5 kilometers of continuous vertical mineralization on the project. It's wide open. I mean, that's the beauty of the situation we're in. It's not like there's 17 drill holes underneath this thing and we know exactly how big it is and what the grades are gonna be. To us, it's just a phenomenal project that we get to expand on that discovery. I mean, me personally, I've never never had, had access to a discovery at this stage before. Just made, go drilling, you know, wonderful stuff. Welcome back to Mining Stock Education. I'm your host, Bill Powers. In today's show, we're getting an update from Torque Resources and its executive chairman, Sean Wallace, as well as Michael Hendrickson, the chief geologist. Torque trades in Toronto under TORQ and on the OTCQX under TRBMF. Website is torqueresources.com and it's Torque with a Q, just to point that out. Gentlemen, welcome back onto the show. And Sean, you acquired a project, the Santa Cecilia Copper Gold Project in Chile. Uh, Since we last spoke, uh, perhaps give us a rundown of this project and its prospectivity, please. Sure. And thanks for having us on today, Bill. Um, You know, the Santa Cecilia project was, in fact, the reason we went to Chile. Um, We love the Margarita project and the Andrea project, but ultimately they were stepping stones to, 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 to the to the, the reason for being, the reason that we're there. And uh, we had coveted this. Uh, we weren't very um, confident that we would get it, um, but we did. And uh, and that is a big testament to our Chilean team um, and our sort of steadfastness and our not, don't give up attitude because it did take some time to achieve. Um, the San Cecilia project is on the Mariconga belt. Uh, it's, it's located next to a, a very large wealth of resources um, owned by a, a joint venture, uh, the Norte Alberto joint venture. Um, it, it's, it's, it's just a fantastic opportunity to get involved in a big bulk tonnage, very interesting geological sort of scenario there. And um, I won't go on too much about that. I'll, I'll take Mike's thunder here. But, uh, you know, we love this project because we know with the two drill holes that have been drilled there that has confirmed the presence of widespread, uh, large intercepts of copper gold mineralization. And that's frankly really what you're looking for here when you're hunting for porphyries. Um, The geophysics have outlined a massive um, uh, geophysical target that coincides with the drilling. Um, You know, it's just all stacked up in the way you want it to be before you head out onto a very large and intensive drill campaign, which we should start off here. We're going to dip our toe into those waters here uh, in 2022. Sean, if I recall from our previous conversation, isn't your preference kind of to go after these porphyries too, if you had to take a choice? Bob, you know, personally, I mean, everyone's got the thing they love. These porphyries have done me good business throughout my career. So I've certainly have learned to love them. And uh, yeah, I mean, they're major deposits and and they have major resources and they they move the needle for major mining companies. As you know, as we've discussed previously, our group, uh, we're very good in our place on the food chain. And that's the exploration and, you know, just dipping into the development phase of, a, of an asset. Really, at that point, we're ready to, to, to hand it off to either bring in another team as we did in Keegan or to get taken over as we say did in Caden. And, and those are sort of the two, two, two ways that we step off 
step off and hand it on to the next people up the food chain. Michael, I know you're excited about this uh, project from speaking with you, but I, even before you lay out the prospectivity and why you're excited, I got to ask you the question, as any savvy investor would, if this project is so good, why did it sit around for so long? Yeah, Bill, there's an amazing backstory to this whole scenario. Um, you know, Santa Cecilia is the creation of a, a period of time that started in the mid 80s. And there was a Chilean mining entrepreneur, Canadian geologist, and, a, and a, one of the majors got together. And it was just as the time as satellite imagery was coming out, and you could see all these big alteration systems. And these guys went out, flew over these alteration systems, and started staking them. And some amazing discoveries came out of this. Uh, for instance, the El Indio deposit, Pasqua of Pasqua Lama, amazing discoveries. Uh, Cerro Maracunga, just to the north of Santa Cecilia. Uh, Santa Cecilia itself was born out of that era. And then there was another large-scale porphyry called Westwall, which is now held by Anglo and Glencore, over a billion tonner. So this was an extremely successful group uh, that put this together. And, and so with that success, you know, they, they kind of bought themselves the luxury of time, if you will. Um, so really, you know, the major was in there exploring for a couple of years, found some great oxide gold, which is now going to be very important from an economic standpoint, found some really good high grade uh, gold and silver mineralization. Again, both discoveries that we get to, to add to and, and see what they truly can become. And then that project from 1990 to 2012 sat there. The owners just said, okay, we'll sit here for a while. And then they chose to drill these two holes into the underlying porphyry system because Caspice and Cerro Casale had been found in the meantime. And those were the first like bona fide porphyry discoveries in the Maracunga, which changed the game entirely. Um, so just a phenomenal set of circumstances that got us there. And the reason in my mind that we were able to do this in very large part is due to our Chilean team led by Waldo Quadra. They had the relationship with the Chilean owner. They had the credibility in country. And then, you know, partnering with us, a very capable group, you know, that was how it all got done. Um, you know, from my perspective, you know, when you, you know, to, to introduce Waldo and company who've been involved in major discoveries, but this is the slide that I want to show you. I mean, you get to Santa Cecilia and I'll never forget going there for the first time. You get up on top of the hill, there's all this oxide gold mineralization you're standing on. And I did a 360 degree turn and I took in 60 million ounces of gold and 13 billion pounds of copper. And I said to myself, well, it's exactly like I'm back in the big show working for a major like, you know, when I used to work for Newmont and I went, here's all the endowment. Here's the world class deposits. We have to get this thing one way or another. And if you look at Caspice here, you know, and, and, and Cerro Casale, I mean, that's 50 million ounces and 13 billion pounds of copper held by Newmont and Barrick. You can see that Caspice is part of the bigger Santa Cecilia alteration system, which just leads you to think what's underneath that, you know? And so for us, we're just, you know, obviously incredibly excited because when you look at the technical merits of this, I mean, you can see this shallow drilling, it's on top of a topographic high, it's all this oxide gold, you know, some really fantastic intercepts, it's drill hole to drill hole. We know it's going to be a cohesive body. The question we have is how big does it become? What's the ultimate grade? How important is it going to be from an economic standpoint? That's 1988 to 1990 drilling. 
that shallow stuff. And then you can see this underlying drill hole. There were two put into the, the underlying system and it hit 925 meters of 0.45% copper equivalent. Michael, I got to stop you and say, you got to say that again, because if you put out a headline tomorrow that said 925 meters of nearly half percent copper, your market cap would double in a day. So maybe just, you know, press into that hole a little more. Yeah. I mean, I think I can take you one step further. I mean, ultimately, if you take it from surface and you go down to the end of that hole, which bottomed in mineralization, that's over 1.5 kilometers of continuous vertical mineralization on the project. And it's wide open. I mean, that's the beauty of the situation we're in. It's not like there's 17 drill holes underneath this thing and we know exactly how big it is and what the grades are going to be. To us, it's just a phenomenal project that we get to expand on that discovery. I mean, I, I, me personally, I've never, I've never had, had access to a discovery at this stage before. Just made. Go drilling. You know, wonderful stuff. So the people, if I could just summarize from a retail perspective, the people that owned it had too much money, so they didn't prioritize it. And then you, through fate and relationships, were able to gain access to it. Yeah, more or less. I mean, I think the underlying owners wanted it to go to good hands. You know, they're kind of coming towards the end of their careers and they trust they trusted our group. You know, they trusted Waldo, they trusted our corporate group, and, and that was how we were able to do it. So, you know, just thrilled to have it. Sean, what's the next steps? You mentioned drilling. When should we expect drilling and what type of a drill plan? Yeah. So, um, you know, the we are currently working on uh, getting our social license. You know, as you know, we've only acquired this in the last quarter of 2021. And so it's actually been going extremely well, uh, given that, you know, again, the world's in a pandemic and all this sort of stuff that we're tired of talking about. But it's still a reality that we're dealing with. Um, you know, we were able to engage the community. Um, we've uh, taken on uh, one of uh, Chile's more preeminent uh, social uh, consultancies to work with us. Uh, Waldo and his team have previous relationships with people uh, in this community and, and others around it. Um, and uh, we've been managed to engage them. And so it's been going quite well. We're very confident that we will have social license here in the very near future uh, and we're going to come up with an agreement that's accretive to both what we're doing and certainly that we can uh, uh, pass down some of the benefits of our you know uh, presence onto the people to whom we are the guests um so you know i'm i'm looking for that it will have to happen prior to the drill program getting going in terms of permitting we're very fortunate there's already an existing permit on the project that allows us to drill from existing roads and pads, so existing sort of existing disturbances, if you will, to put it in layman's terms. And so we'll be able to get out there and do the tests that we want to do. So, you know, those uh, disturbances will inform where our drill stems will start from. But the nice thing about uh, big, these big porphyries is, is, you know, you're not trying to hit something a meter wide or three meters wide. We're trying to hit something a kilometer and a half wide. So, you know, like you can do that blindfolded, I hope. Uh, you can use angle drilling, vertical drilling. There's all sorts of tricks that you can get to test the areas you want to from from the, from the, the locations we'll be afforded. That'll certainly take care of the whole first year. And during that time, we'll get a more comprehensive permit um, and we'll have the community in our, in our hands to, to aid in that uh, in an ideal scenario um yeah so that, that's what's happening next you know we're going to get the the uh, you'll see an announcement at some point here in the, in the near future i hope and with it and saying that we've come to terms with the community and uh and away we go um and we'll get drilling you know we can't we will get 
stopped out for a couple months here later, probably in the middle of the summer, because that's the middle of their winter. And not that we couldn't drill then or that, you know, once we get this thing rolling, uh, you know, I anticipate starting off with a couple drills. And I personally believe and I've worked on a lot of these big these big beasts, um, you know, you get going and you never stop. Once you have the momentum, once things start happening the way you want, this all we'll be doing is adding drills, frankly, um, until you get to a near the end of, of doing it. Then you sort of go into an engineering phase. But we have a long time before we get to that point. Um, I think that uh, uh, so the plan would be to say to start off with uh, two drills. Uh, here this year, um, we have a three million dollar U.S. commitment in terms of what we need to spend on it. So that will help inform our first sort of uh, dipping of our toe into it. But uh, I have a feeling that we're going to dip that toe and then we're just going to dive in. And and I think that the the the, the response that we're going to get from um, well stakeholders, uh, shareholders, uh, fund managers, uh, corporate entities is uh, it's going to it's going to keep us quite busy once once this thing gets rolling. You know, we're all in sort of a listless sort of apathetic market right now and i think it's important not to allow all that noise to in, to, to to sway anyone's uh, scenario sense of what, what's going on here because uh, certainly when you look at sort of the anemic share performance that you see with ourselves and with many other good good stories um it's just not indicative of what's actually happening so i you know better times ahead uh we firmly believe that and we're we're, we're ready to go and could you just remind us what's in the treasury and do you plan on financing before this drill program? Yeah, you know, we're, we're again, it's not in the optimal time. We don't have the best price, so we're very dilution sensitive. We will add some capital here in the very near future and uh, and, and prior to starting this, initiating this drill program. But, you know, the community exercise will afford us the time to do that. Michael, uh, the Margarita Project, I believe you have 4,000 meters drilling there, if I recall correctly. Could you give us an update on that, please? Yeah, absolutely. We're uh, just finished hole seven. Uh, we expect the program to probably finish some to sometime towards the end of February, early March. Um, you know, obviously, uh, we're we're getting through our targets uh, where we're drilling underneath copper oxide, looking for sulfides. Um, first set of results probably trickling in towards the end of February, uh, and then you'll probably have a series of news releases as we kind of put this thing together and what the results all mean and, and, and you know, what we really view uh, as the opportunity at Margarita moving forward. So drill results in February, that's when we should yeah, expect t- Towards the end of February, early March. I mean, just kind of wait. Every assay labs are still very busy, but that's kind of our expectation at the moment. And Sean, as we conclude, anything else investors should be looking uh, forward to from the company? No, I think, you know, uh, results for Margarita, uh, uh, getting the social license with the community and and the commencement of, uh, of, you know, real uh, uh, creative value, creative sort of work, i.e. drilling uh, ASAP at uh, at Santa Cecilia. And uh, I mean, I don't think we need anything else. Excellent. All right. Well, again, the website is torqueresources.com, ticker symbol in Toronto, T-O-R-Q. And in the States, you can see it under T-R-B-M-F. Thank you, gentlemen, for providing this update. Thanks, Bill. Thank you for listening to Mining Stock Education. Please subscribe and share this show with like-minded investors. Connect with us at miningstockeducation.com and sign up for our email list to stay in touch. Much success to you as you learn about, invest in, and profit from mining stocks.
The mining business is one that generates gigantic wealth. You know, a good drill hole that converts might cost fifty or $100,000, and it might discover something worth a couple billion. There is no sector that I know of that has offered up as many predictable circumstances uh, where there was the possibility, certainly not the certainty, but the possibility of 10 for 1 returns as there is in small cap and micro cap mining stocks. Concomitant with that, if you don't do the work, or even if you do do the work and don't discipline yourself on the sell side, there are very few places in the world where you can lose as much money as quickly as in mining stocks too. I just started to study up on mining stocks and I just became fascinated because this is such a tiny sector and it's so volatile that either you could really you could do really really well or you could pretty much get blown out of the water really quickly. The mining sector is a very risky sector. It can take your money very very quickly. Don't fall in love with stocks, don't be overly confident and just do your work as best you can, do your very best, but don't fall in love and don't get too overly confident because um, that's a recipe for disaster. I have met you know, professional retail investors that have made a tremendous amount of money on the junior mining space. Some of them aren't accredited, and they just they spend their days researching, talking to people, being on the phone, being pouring through financial documents, but it requires commitment. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be considered personal legal or investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities or any other product. We make every effort to be accurate, but the information presented is not to be considered infallible. It may contain errors and we offer no inferred or explicit warranty. If personal advice is needed, consult a qualified legal, tax, or investment professional. Do not base any investment decision on the information contained on miningstockeducation.com, our podcasts, or videos. Make sure you always conduct your own thorough due diligence before investing. Realize that we may hold equity positions in or be compensated by some of the companies we feature and therefore are biased and hold an obvious conflict of interest. For our full disclaimer, please visit our website.